0: Are there some red flags about Kyler Murray's availability already for a third straight week? And we're going to get into, we're going to continue our conversation about which NFC team at the top of the standings should strike fear into our hearts the most. It's Locked on Cardinals with Bo Brock, Alex Clancy. It's your Wednesday episode. locked on cardinals your daily arizona cardinals podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day what's going on rise up red sea it's another edition of locked on cardinals thank you so much for making Locked On cardinals your first listen your first watch if you're joining us on youtube each and every day Really appreciate everybody tuning in, talking to us, taking up uh, some time, getting at us on social media. Some people had some questions. You know, it's a discussion. It's a debate. And when we're talking about this Arizona Cardinals team, which was, for the most part, up until really this last week, it was all sunshine and butterflies. Like, there was nothing that was uh, slowing this organization down. They were a buzzsaw, and then they ran into a team that was turning it around on their own in the Carolina Panthers, and now we're just trying to pick the pieces up. And I think there are a couple of red flags already as we make our way to the midweek about Kyler Murray's availability. We'll get into that. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Easy Cards, at Bob Rack, easiest way to find me, and at Clancy's Corner. Alex, you put a button on our conversation. I had some technical difficulties on Tuesday's episode about which NFC team, at least at the top of the uh, conference, should strike fear in Cardinals' hearts the most.
1: Yeah, and it's interesting. I'm I'm happy I recorded the rest of it. This morning it was because we got to see the Rams, the Rams, Travis Shaw mockery against the 49ers last night, or again Monday night. You know, it was kind of a, the Rams were going to be my choice to be the one that you still fear the most is because it's kind of the devil you know situation where Sean McVay knows the Cardinals. They play each other twice a year, and I know the rosters are different, but they, he's seen Kyler Murray more than any other team. You know, tied with the Seahawks and the 49ers. And it's interesting after watching just the bludgeoning. S box of a performance by Matthew Stafford at all Monday night that it kind of tipped the scales. I go back to the Bucks as being the team you fear the most because it's Tom Brady and until it's not Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. And the team I feared the least is the Cowboys because it's the Cowboys until they're not the Cowboys anymore. And I know that's kind of counterintuitive and that's why I wanted to bring this back to put a button on it um, to start this pod because I know that they're stacked. I know that Trayvon Diggs is probably the the front runner for defensive player of the year. Micah Parsons, defensive rookie of the year. And the offense with all of their weapons on paper looks fantastic. They got punished by a very average, at best, Denver Broncos team a couple weeks ago. And it shows that any team with any roster on any day can be embarrassed. And we saw it from the Cardinals, but only with their backups. Bo... The team that you fear the most and the team that you fear the least out of the Bucks, Packers, Rams, and
0: Cowboys. Can you show me like a legitimate win for the Dallas Cowboys this season? Like over like a really good team. Like a, a legitimate, like legit squad. Like they lose oh. to the Bucs to open up the season. They beat the Chargers, but the Chargers have kind of shown that they're a flawed football the last couple of weeks. Uh, you, you continue to go down their schedule they beat the Eagles Eagles not that good Panthers when the Panthers were in flux the Giants the Patriots were still trying to figure things out they were two and four at one point the Vikings maybe that's a decent win the Broncos they got blown out by and then they absolutely take care of a team that sucks in the Atlanta Falcons yeah I'm with you Dallas is the least uh I don't fear them at all because they can't play on the defensive side of the football you just pass you, you, you don't even look trayvon Diggs way unless there's a bust and he's been known to bust some coverage despite him having eight picks. Uh, And then Micah Parsons has been solid as a rookie of the year candidate. Absolutely on the defensive side of the football, but there's nobody else. Um, And then, you know, I agree with you. I mean, I think green Bay is probably the number one team that I fear. And it's not just because they lost on Thursday night football. And I know that the Arizona Cardinals are capable of beating them, but as far as who can, who's suited to play against the Arizona Cardinals strengths the best, I think Green Bay can do that. Like they can win the time of possession game. You've got Aaron Rodgers playing at a high level. You you were able to avoid Devonte Adams, uh, but you know they can hit you in the mouth on the defensive side of the football. I think there's enough talent there. Do they get Jair Alexander back? That would just be another boost for them. And then Tampa, absolutely. I think that both of those teams have a physicality on defense that the other teams don't. We've seen that the LA Rams are fraudulent as far as defense is concerned. Sure, they've got Jalen Ramsey. They've got uh, they've got uh, Aaron Donald, Aaron they've got Donald. Von Moore, you know, but that that's it. That's it. Like you can't tell me that anybody like you can start sprouting off names and they're on the roster, but that's not going to swing my my decision. I think that the Rams are somewhere in the middle, but it's definitely those two other teams. It's going to be yeah, Green Bay sure. and Tampa.
1: Yeah, I mean, and you look at it and. The interesting part about all of this is because you mentioned the two teams, where does it go back to the quarterback position, you know, that Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady can take the air out of the damn football. That's one thing that in playoffs, time of possession is so important. And obviously it is during the regular season as well. But when you have Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady on the other side of the ball, you know that they're gonna to check to the right play and hand the ball off to the right person on second and six to get them down to third and one to move the sticks and on and on and on. And then you have play action, bomb deep, touchdown. We've seen it for 40 years combined between the two of them almost. You know, and I know Aaron Aaron Jones was hobbled in their in their week 10 game. AJ Dillon's a better running back than Aaron Donald is, and people just don't know that yet. AJ Dillon is an absolute bowling ball and he's now being able to catch the ball to the backfield losing aaron jones doesn't mean their running back room gets weaker and when you have aaron Rodgers again aaron Rodgers, tom brady like they're going to have a leg up on regardless of whoever they're playing until they don't do you remember like, uh michael they play turner? each other of course you remember michael turner, turner? turner man Yeah.
0: Bernard Turner. Remember he was stuck behind LT for so many years and then he goes to Atlanta and you knew like it was the worst kept secret in the, in the whole NFL. It was like, as soon as he left San Diego at the time, if he got a shot, he was going to be a top five fantasy running back. And he was, that's the same thing with AJ Dillon. That's the same guy. He's pretty much Michael Turner 2.0. They play similar style football. It's just that that's what you're going to have to face. And for the Arizona Cardinals and the style of defense that they play, you know, a bruiser like that can be uh it's, it's a lot scarier than some of the guys yeah, and, that can be. Though. And yeah.
1: the other thing, one last thing to put a button on it. Everybody on those two rosters have been there for a couple years now. So like the Cardinals, it's been great that they've added these pieces. Rodney Hudson, not so much, but more AJ green Rondo more is a rookie. Christian Kirk's taking on a different role here with DeAndre Hopkins hobbled. There's a lot more fluidity in what this offense is supposed to look like. When you know, in green Bay, Devonte Adams is going to get 35% of the targets. Marcus Valdez-Scantling is a guy to take it over the top. When Alan Lazard is healthy, he plays in the slot. He plays outside. But the majority of the time, they're doing things through their running backs. And with Tampa Bay, you know Mike Evans. You know Chris Godwin. You know Gronk. He's going to come in and score three touchdowns in the playoffs. You know what the offense is going to be because they're so comfortable with the stencil of the offense that they have in place. Leonard Fournette, whoever, whoever the running back is going to be. Gianni Bernard adds another wrinkle. With the Cardinals, you don't know week to week who's going to be the guy. And, and, and you don't know there's there's some more question marks surrounding it because there's more pieces that have been added unlike the other two rosters that, that we fear the most.
0: Yeah, it's a fun exercise. It's great that the Arizona Cardinals are in this discussion that we're you know only 10 weeks into the season and the Arizona Cardinals are putting themselves in a p- prime position to be atop uh, the NFC playoff picture. Uh, still a long way to go. Kyler Murray hasn't played the last two games. There's some red flags that could be pointing in the direction of Kyler Murray missing a third going into their bye week with a big division game against the Seattle Seahawks. We had the conversation on yesterday's podcast. Things have changed a little bit, but those red flags are there. We're going to tell you what they are. It's locked on Cardinals. Follow us on Twitter at Locked on Easy Cards, at Clancy's Corner, and follow Alex at Bob Rack to follow me, Bo Brock. If you drive, if you buy gas, you need to know about the GetUpside app. You need to download it on your phone right now. Go to the Google Play. Uh, go to Google Play right now. Go to the app store, get it because you're going to be making up of 25 cents every gallon of gas every time you fill up. Use the promo code touchdown when you download the app and you'll get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump any longer. Get cash back using the GetUpside app. Just download the app for free. Promo code touchdown. It's that simple. Get 50 cents. Per gallon, cash back, your first tank. Some people who drive a lot, they're making upwards of three hundred dollars a month in cash back, and there's no catch. Just uh, the cash gets right into your, added to your account. And if you want to cash out, you can do it anytime into your bank account, PayPal, e-gift card, or Amazon or other brands uh, from Amazon or other brands, I beg your pardon, and uh, download it for free. Get upside app. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. Wednesday podcast for Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals hanging out with you. Thank you for joining as you do each and every day, 10 a.m. on the YouTube show as it premieres, wherever you find your podcast. If it's Odyssey, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, we appreciate you tuning in. Stitcher, there's some odd ones out there. If you have an odd uh, just podcast provider, we appreciate you finding us on it because we're everywhere. We are everywhere. So a couple red flags for Kyler Murray's status come Sunday. One the betonline.ag spread. It came out of the gates. The Arizona Cardinals were two and a half point road favorites. Now they're one point road favorites. It's down a point and a half. Things may have changed a little bit as far as the spreads concerned. So not the biggest red flag. The other one field Yates ESPN reported that the Kansas city chiefs were forced into signing quarterback, Steve Bichelle from their practice squad to their 53 man roster the reason is that the Arizona Cardinals attempted to sign Bichelle to their active roster. uh, According to a source, both Kyler Murray, Colt McCoy dealing with injuries, Alex, what's this smoke all about?
1: There's fires somewhere, (laughs) you know, I mean, field Yates is, he's kind of a sneaky secondary tiered insider across Mm -hmm. the landscape. You know, he'll drop nuggets here and there. He's, like a wonder can I mean him and him and Pablo Torre are like 13 years old and they're taking over ESPN I mean I know they're probably in their late 20s but it's like early it's insane what what they've done in such a short period of time um usually this means there's something afoot when you talk about what the line has moved to you talk about just the different names rumbling around this means that Colt McCoy is probably doubtful to play and you need to see if Kyler Murray is going to be ready and this also means, more than anything, they don't trust Chris Trevler. So why is he on the roster? At this point, that is no longer a valid roster spot. If you're lo- and I know it's a third quarterback. I know it's the backup's backup. I get that. But obviously, they don't trust Chris Trevler, regardless of in what capacity, regardless of capacity. So at this point, you got to sit Kyler down and be like, how do you feel, dude? How are we doing here? Yeah, we're not asking you to Byron Leftwich it, you know. We're not asking you to Russell Wilson, who played the majority of his season with a broken ankle, like. But if you get comparisons to Russell Wilson, and you get compared to little thing, you know, things like that, it's like this isn't an original story. Quarterbacks get hobbled midway through seasons. So if he's jumping around on the sidelines, I know nobody likes to play hurt, but do we have the conversation? You're getting paid millions of dollars. Sometimes you have to make concessions. Yeah, it's I, don't, it's I don't know if we do. That's it's not a rhetorical question.
0: Right. It, the the, the thing like he would be the absolute like whole like holy crap nightmare scenario. Like the guy doesn't know the offense at all. He's sure it was the intriguing was he undrafted free agent. He had to have been, right? He, he's a guy that didn't he played at Texas a couple seasons in the inside of LA. Uh I don't remember him being that good. It's interesting that his name is being bandied about from the Arizona Cardinals. It would be a backup scenario for him backing up Chris Trevler. That was that's what we'd be looking at. Um, but as far as Kyler Murray and and like what his status is, I, I'm just surprised that there's not more of a more of a concrete status for him yet. I mean, I know Jay Jay Glazer's initial report was one to three weeks, and we're staring down a third week. Uh, And things have certainly changed. Like you thought like what we thought was going to happen Monday night didn't happen. Like the LA Rams, I thought that was going to be a victory for them. No doubt about it. After seeing how the San Francisco 49ers played, but the Arizona Cardinals beating their, their ass was a wake up call. Like they, they played with physicality that they didn't play with against the Arizona Cardinals. I mean, I watched the tape several times and the Arizona Cardinals were just pushing them around. And then the Niners did the exact same thing to the Rams. Now the Arizona Cardinals, there's not like this urgency to get Kyler back, in my opinion. Like you could, like it would suck. Like I, you're, you're kind of punting on a on a win. You really are. You're punting on a, a chance to beat a team like the Seattle Seahawks on the road. But you're in a, you've pretty much you could go three weeks and virtually lose no ground in the division. But then the conversation comes up, like we just had. It's like Green Bay is the team that you're chasing now. That's that's the one that you're that you're chasing after. It's not necessarily the LA Rams like the LA Rams I feel like everybody sees through that they've got a long way to go to really make that a cohesive unit.
1: Yeah, but they look like the best team in football through 5 or 6 weeks or tied with the best, you know, whatever. I'm not going to split hairs here. Like the NFL season's weird. Every year it's weird. And it's not like the Car- it's not like the defense the Cardinals are going to face are going to get easier. It's not like we're playing flag football after the bye week. So I just, like, I don't understand. Like, they play the Bears, and they play the Colts, and they play, you know, the Rams again, and, you know, Dallas, whose defense better. Like, it's not going to get easier. So what I don't understand is, and I'm not saying that you think this w- with your last thought process was, this is kind of a we're happy to be here situation. Are you happy to be here, or do you want to put the throat on the NFC? And if you want to put the throat on the NFC, then you at least try have three quarterbacks on. Have Kyler try to give it a go. There's pregame warmups, then there's football. You know, like, I, I don't... This isn't a pressure like, what the hell is he doing? He's making $30 million in his contract. So we that's not what this is. What this is, is starting to see a trend of when Kyler gets hobbled, everything shuts down. We saw it last year. And Kyler hurt his ankle early in the game. He came back in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And he sat out for legitimately two and a half quarters. What changes in two and a half quarters, besides somebody trying to kick you in the ass? Say, hey, get out there, kid. Let's go win a football but, game.
0: But that was a that was a winner go home scenario. That was that was the the regular season finale. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What what changed? That that's a great question. And I, I, we still, you know, I th- the winning has uh, kind of eased that question uh, from being asked again. But yeah, that that. I don't know. I have no idea what happened with that. But as far as this is concerned, you could go a whole month if you don't play Kyler now this week. And you talk about putting your your foot on the or keep your foot on the gas as far as the NFC is concerned. Um, you know, th- this would be it. This is you, your this is your play. You're gonna rest him, you're gonna get him a hundred percent, then he's gonna come back from the bye week, and then it's gonna be what, Monday night against the Rams? Is that is that what we're looking at as far as uh after the Arizona Cardinals go on play No, and buy, I think they right? played the Bears. They play the Bears before that. I I, I apologize. Yeah, you've got the no. Bears on the road and you can go take care of business against a bad Bears team. And then you get a little bit of that you get one extra day uh to prepare for Monday night football against the Los Angeles Rams at home. Like you that's because I think the Arizona Cardinals with Kyler Murray in the lineup, like they're confident like we're gonna beat LA. We're better than LA when we've got when we're nearly at full strength. Even with JJ Watt it's going to be Kyler Murray puts us at the best in the best position to win. I don't know. That's gotta be, if that's the plan, like if the plan has been all along and all this, this other stuff has been a smoke screen. Like Kyler's going to test his game before the, before his ankle, before the game, then fine. Like good gamesmanship. Like you got us, we don't matter. But if you got, you know, Kyle Shanahan and, and you got Matt rule, you really didn't get Matt rule because they were prepared and, and punching in the face. But, you know, good on them for, for playing that game.
1: I just, it's a dangerous game where you just expect Kyler to come back and be MVP status right when he comes back. Because, like, if this bleeds past the All Star, if this bleeds past the, the bye week, who's to say that they don't lose to the Browns? And then you lose four out of five, Bears. two of which with Kyler Murray playing. Sorry. Two of which yeah. with Kyler playing. So, what's, what's the end game here? I feel like, as I've mentioned, they. Everybody is happy that the Cardinals are relevant through 10 weeks. Is that enough? The fan base hasn't felt this in six years. Okay? So a lot of good faith will go into the decisions now because there's still a little bit of leeway. Because if they lose in Seattle, no, it's not the end of the world. They're going to be 8-3 and going into the bye week. Nobody expected that, blah, 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 blah. Once you get into the nobody expected that to, oh, no, we saw this last year, it's a lot harder to win games. It's a lot harder to look at it and be like, you know what, this was the right decision the whole time. This is when you have to trust Cliff Kingsbury to do things in situations he's legitimately never done before at the NFL the NFL level. Make the right decisions and win games they need to win. He's never done that before, ever, ever in the NFL. He's never won a game he's absolutely needed to win. They lost to two backup quarterbacks in week 16 to week 17 of last year, one of which Kyler was healthy. And if you want to give me the yeah, he was hobbled. Sure, quarterbacks get injured all the time. Philip Rivers played an entire AFC playoff game with a torn ACL. Okay, it happens. You got to suck it up and play football, or you got to trust your coach to be able to come up with a game plan. He's legitimately never been able to do. So that's around the corner. Do you want that's, to just be happy to be here and to yeah. be look at the, to stare that in the face? If you can't win games up until that point.
0: That's like that, that's ultimate football guy mentality. We're going to continue this conversation as far as what Alex just said, you know, sucking it up, Buttercup, getting out there, rubbing some dirt on it, getting your guy back out there, and Kyler Murray and, and getting back you know, on track and wins in football games. How important it is? is that, or Kyler Murray truly being healthy for the stretch run for this Arizona Cardinals team? Are people, are the Cardinals fans okay with conceding another game? potentially against the Seattle Seahawks. Get in that conversation, but let's talk about something
1: delicious. Yeah, uh yeah. something that does not taste like dirt like their, you know, uh rivals do is Built Bar. I mean, there's a lot of protein bars that taste like, you know, chalk or dirt or whatever. You don't want to rub dirt on it when it's around your mouth. That's why Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the planet, the healthiest candy bar, however you want to say it. If you haven't tried a Built Bar by now, you're missing out. Um they're chocolate covered. They've got eighteen grams of protein, under five grams of sugar, high fiber, low calorie. They're like six bites, so it's not a full journey to finish a protein bar that's going to get you, you know, fueled up and ready to roll. Um, when you bite into it, you know you're biting into something different, and that's what Bill Bar goes by. Like there have been blind taste tests, almond joy versus the coconut almond almond joy or the coconut almond Bill Bar has been winning. Um, the proof is in the flavor, and that's what Bill Bar. That's where it has you covered. Another great thing about Built Bar, the amount of flavors that they have, including coconut, coconut almond, as I mentioned, raspberry, mint brownie, uh, salted caramel, double chocolate, and cherry barcia. And this month, Built Bar is coming out with new limited time flavors every three to four days. So check their website. Often you don't want to miss out. Go to the website, use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Bilt.com, Brock.
0: BetOnline.ag back and better than ever. New web interface to start for the hoops season. More props, more odds, more lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for basketball and football action this season. Head over to the new updated desktop or mobile website. Sign up today and receive a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code LockedOn. One word. Receive your bonus from basketball, football, baseball playoffs. There in the rearview mirror, but before you know it, you're gonna have futures for you betonline.ag, NHL, Boxing, UFC, also your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of these amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online, the fastest, easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online, where the game starts. So we don't talk a lot of fantasy football. I've got one scenario I want to throw at you. I want your thoughts. I want people who are watching on YouTube, their thoughts in the chat. One of the members in my fantasy football league today Dropped Keenan Allen. Wide receiver for the Los Angeles Chargers. One of the top receivers in the game. Target monster. It's the uh, it's the Chargers, DeAndre Hopkins equivalent. He's been playing at a high level for many years. The guy gets into our league chat, says, I didn't mean to do it. I meant to put him on our wa- my watch list. Guy on his roster, he's saying he put him on his watch list. And it, it takes you through so many fail safes. To make sure you don't accidentally drop somebody you don't want to drop, he dropped them. The commissioner was very lenient and took mercy on this guy and let him just put the player right back on his roster. If you can't navigate a fantasy football website or mobile app, I think that's on you.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's not like there's a guy like, uh, you know, Joseph Allen. That's a backup kicker for you know the Alouettes or something that you're trying to drop, you know instead of Keenan Allen, um, right? Or if you're playing IDP and you try to drop Josh Allen, the defensive player instead of the quarterback, you drop the quarterback. I would kick the commissioner out of his commissioner post in perpetuity for this. I would veto like I would I would play the rest of the season in protest because you know what? Don't be stupid. Fantasy football isn't hard don't be Again, stupid I
0: mean, you've got to have only a couple
1: jobs as a fantasy don't be stupid team you don't are you sure you it. want to drop
0: this player yeah are you sure there's several different steps that you have to take and you have to confirm them and somehow he got too far Keenan Allen should be on waivers as of this morning but he's That's not somehow malarkey it. Yeah, it is malarkey thank you for agreeing hopefully those in the chat are agreeing like as well it. But um, yeah, just had to throw that out there. I had, I had to make sure I wasn't taking crazy pills. Uh, you, you know, Alex had a pretty tough, you know, tough love, tough football guy mentality, kind of get Kyler back in the lineup. It's been enough time. And the Arizona Cardinals, at this point, can't go any further if they want to get to where they want to go. And that's to uh, compete for the top NFC playoff spot, getting that bye week without Kyler Murray in the lineup one more week. I just think that the Rams have given you so much. Uh, more uh, room to work with, to play around with. And you can make sure that you get guys, not only your top quarterback, your top wide receiver and DeAndre Hopkins back with the bye week coming up after this week. You're just in a prime spot to to be healthy. If, if Kyler Murray is 100%, if he's ready to go and, and travel up to Seattle and be the Kyler Murray that we're used to watching, then then let him go. But if he's not, if he's for some reason not, and it, that ankle is still, you know, kind of hurting him a little bit, just take the week off one more. You're, you've got a game and a half lead essentially over the Los Angeles Rams. You got,
1: you got wiggle. There's seven games left. You know, I know, but like, you have
0: to, you have to have the mentality. Like this is where that mentality comes into play. Nobody can beat us with Kyler Murray at a hundred percent. That's the mentality.
1: Okay. Um, what if he's not 100% the rest of the season? What if this lingers? Like, I'm not saying, hey, I don't care if you're hurt still, go out there. That's ridiculous. And I'm sitting here in a, you know, at a desk talking into a microphone. I, I'm not one of those dumbasses that's like, uh, you know, uh, so you're getting paid millions of dollars. Go suck it up. I said that earlier sure. in the podcast, but it was a question I was asking. Is the, is the narrative going to shift in that way where it's like, you know what? Go be an MVP. Not everybody – nobody's healthy anymore in the NFL. We're through week 10. Nobody's healthy. Who am I to say what to do with somebody else's body? That's ridiculous. I I, I would never do that. But what I'm saying is these are the the chapters in the book in the Choose Your Own Adventure that we're going through this season where the next chapter, if Kyler doesn't play and they lose in Seattle, you go into your bye week, then the questions are going to arise from me Number one, from me saying, how do you trust a, co- a head coach that's never done anything correctly when he's needed to, when he's absolutely needed to get a W? How can you trust that guy? And I think it's a valid question. This isn't a hate on Cliff thing. They lost the last two games of the year last year. Two backup quarterbacks. Kyler was healthy for one of them. Okay, and if you're going to split hairs about the rib injury, that's fine. Th- maybe this. Po- maybe th- maybe I'm not for you then. Okay, you can make all the excuses you want about Cliff Kingsbury, but the fact is he's never been a winning head coach and he's never won games when he's absolutely needed to. It's been a great start to the season. One hundred percent kudos, masterful performances, but they haven't had to win a game yet. Do you want to put that situation on the table by sitting Kyler another week? I just think that
0: rushing Kyler Murray back, and yeah, I didn't mean to 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 put you, or say that you were this guy that was that was saying. Oh, oh know, no, I know yeah
1: but i was just 100% disclaimering right uh, <laughs> but you also know like
0: he's he's a different player than like a Phillip rivers like his game is also based a lot around his athleticism like the op- they've been given an opportunity they they've been very lucky this season and and some of the luck it just happened in the 49ers a bad team beating the crap out of the los angeles rams and giving them just some more more wiggle room i just think that you can you can just go one more week without Kyler Murray if you need to and get him ready because you know, you've already seen that they're trying to avoid that. But at some point down the road, like next season, like if Kyler Murray gets banged up, dinged up, you know, what's, what's the plan? You know, I, I think that there needs to be some sort of push to to get him back to where you believe in him, even when he's not a hundred percent. I don't think the organization necessarily believes that he can't uh, operate at his at his high level when he's not hundred percent either, but we'll see, you know, it's, it's going to come down to it. It's something that we're going to be following all week long here on lockdown Cardinals real quick. The, um, any closing thoughts on that, by the way, I mean, I think we covered it. We've talked about it for two straight shows.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's pretty much like neither of us are saying neither of us are that dumb and that obtuse to say he has to play no matter what, or he's being selfish. That's not what we're Mm -hmm. saying. That's not what either of us are saying at all. I'm just saying that this is the situation they're in and they have to make the meticulous and correct choices because you don't want to put yourself in a situation where you start seven and oh, you get to eight and two, and then you're eight and three after a bye week. And there are questions surrounding your team and the ability for you to win games. Right, and eight and three That's wouldn't all. be the sky falling either. Like the, the, the sky's not falling right now
0: after Carolina, even though it was an ugly loss. But also an, another one you could you could survive that. You can more than survive that. Like eight and three is a really good record, especially when you look at the rest of the landscape of the of the conference and the entire league. So the sky is not falling in in, in any uh, scenario. But also to drop as many games and uh, that they they would have potentially. What is it? They would drop three or four. That's not where you want to be as a franchise. You, you want to, start, as we said, you want to start building momentum towards January, towards the postseason, and be, you know, a team that's trending in the right direction at the perfect time. You know, so that's, I think they're far from that, and they're going to have to kind of regain some of that magic that they had a couple weeks ago, you know, when they, when they started the season undefeated and before they had the hiccup against Green Bay, and, of course, before they had this horrible performance against Carolina. Real quick, your power rankings. The Arizona Cardinals slipped a little bit. They went down from one to three after the most recent loss. The Packers went up from four to number one, um, and then uh, the Tennessee Titans hang steady. Well, I guess they're up one in the locked-on power rankings. They're up from three to two. I've got them as my top AFC team. Um, I think that's about right. Nothing, nothing crazy as far as the power ranking. That's fine. Uh, so I, I do think that the Cardinals didn't slip as much as I thought some people were going to. Uh, go after them and not really pay attention to who was that quarterback and that they, uh, they just had a bad game and that they're a good team overall.
1: Yeah. I mean, I thought that they were going to drop to like six or seven. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, but I mean the, the Kyler Murray effect was there and you know, whatever, like it's, it's cool. Now it's not fun anymore. It's just, okay, well like it, it's, it's wild how the only teams that really care about this are the ones in the middle and the ones at the bottom. So they're not 32 like towards the top it's just like it's just a you know the top 1% of the NFL has now stretched to like the top 8%. You know there's just more teams that are in the mix for this. When you look at the top 10 like there's a lot of good teams in the NFL on both sides. Now the Bills yeah I mean I I still would pick the Chiefs out of any team in the in the AFC to play one game to win one game. Mm-hmm. I just think until it's my Tom Brady rule it's like until he doesn't do it he's going to do it and I'm going to I'm going to pick him to do it. I'm not going to be you know that hot take person. Oh, it's gonna be Baker Mayfield's gonna turn this is gonna be the year. Josh Allen, nobody's done it except for except for Patrick Mahomes. So until he doesn't do it, I'm gonna pick him to do it. And the same with the same with the NFC. That's why you're not picking the Cardinals as the one seed anymore right now, especially with the question marks surrounding Kyler Murray. The
0: parody is incredible in the NFL. Uh, yeah, it, it really is. It's it's fun to see. It's tough to predict, that's for sure. And especially when you go up against a team that lost 17 to nothing, the Seattle Seahawks. You know, you can't just count them out. You know that Russell Wilson uh, is gonna be able to rebound from that poor performance. We're gonna get some insight on the Seahawks team. Our guy Corbin Smith from Lockdown Seahawks is gonna join us for a Lockdown crossover. That's gonna happen tomorrow. Uh, can't wait to talk to Corbin and see where the Seahawks team is at. The Seahawks team is going to be hungry. They are they need a W to even have a, a chance at anything uh, come Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals. So they're going to be going up against another hungry team with its back against the wall, and it's going to be ready to play. Can the Arizona Cardinals counter that? We'll get into that conversation with Corbin. and We've got another show after that on Friday before we go into the weekend and we go into another game day for the Arizona Cardinals. Follow along on Twitter at LockdownAZCards, at Brack to follow me, Brock, and Clancy's Corner, follow Alex on Twitter as well. Thanks for making us your first listen. Now make Lockdown Bets your second listen Get some betting insights on all to, of tonight's biggest games around sports world. You guys have a great your Wednesday.